Zack Snyder's fan base is back at it again, baby. They are calling for Warner Brothers Discovery to sell the Snyderverse to a competitor. Also, in shocking news to many fans, Greg Berlanti signed a major TV deal with Warner Brothers. What can this mean for the future of DC and TV? And today is new comic book day. That's right. And JT is here to give us his top picks for January 11th, 2023. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 podcast. Well, 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 uh, the Snyderverse fans are back at it again. They are going crazy on Twitter. Uh, so basically what they're calling for now is for the Snyderverse, Zack Snyder, the director and, um, you know, kind of like the the front runner for the things that were going on in the DCEU, like the Justice League and Superman and things like that. They want the Snyderverse to be reformed and rebuilt over at Netflix. They are asking for Warner Brothers Discovery to release those rights to Netflix. Um, I think this is hilarious. I'm not going to lie to you, man. <laughs> because it's like these fans go so hard for Zack Snyder, and I know he appreciates it. I know he loves it. Um, but guys, for real, for real, it's time, it's time to stop. You know, it's time to let it go. Uh, I know you guys think that the Snyderverse stuff was incredible and all that stuff. But the truth of the matter is, is that it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. There were some great actors that were involved in there. Like, I, I really do think that Henry Cavill is like the perfect Superman. Um, and unfortunately, they're not going forward with him. Um, but I think it's time to let that go and let's move forward and see what James Gunn has and... I don't know if you guys realize this, but Netflix and Warner Brothers Discovery, they're not really friends, <laughs> you know, like they don't really get along. They're actually, you know, they compete with each other when it comes to streaming. Um, and I don't think I think there was an issue a while back where Netflix was taking a long time to pay the creators and stuff uh, for some of the DC things that were coming up on Netflix. So there's not really a great relationship there. And honestly, why would they send something to Netflix where they can just put it on HBO Max? You know, uh, and I just don't see the point in that. But I find it hilarious, man. I, I, I love the fact that these fans really go hard on Twitter for Zack Snyder and try and get things done for him. But the, the fact of the matter is what if Zack Snyder doesn't want to come back and do any more DC projects? I believe he actually has a deal with Netflix where he's going to be creating some things over there and some new universes and stuff like that for Netflix already. But who, why do you guys feel like he wants to go back to DC? You know what? Well, maybe he's done. Maybe he doesn't want to do any more you know, comic book superheroes, or maybe he wants to do some independent stuff, you know, from comics and things like that. Maybe he doesn't want to be in that particular universe anymore. So it's like, you guys are speaking for him. And uh, I haven't heard Zack Snyder say one doggone thing. So, you know, good luck to you guys out there that are big fans of the Snyderverse and everything like that. Um, 
I mean, it's, it's it's a tough battle that you're trying to, you know, create here, but I don't I don't see it happening anytime soon. But, you know, if if you are a fan of DC and the things that, you know, the Snyderverse put forward, you know, DC is going to be launching some new titles coming forward uh, in the next few months. So, you know, go go check those things out, you know, go hit up the comic book shops and things like that. But, you know, with that said, speaking of comic book shops, let's kick it over to JT. He's got some reviews for us for his top picks uh, for new comic book day this week, uh, January 11th, 2023. So let's kick it over to JT. JT, what's going on, big bro? Uh, another hey. busy week of comics, man. What were you able to narrow your picks down to, brother? Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, Amir. Um, honestly, it was a solid week. It was a really good week. Um, I'm going to say that there was a couple of books that kind of stood out for me. I mean, you know, I always give a sample of a handful of books. Right. Um, but I'm going to say the first one I'm going to start off with is Daredevil number seven by Chip Zdarsky. Nice. And uh, Mr. Chichado is uh, back doing his his artistic duties on this book. And it's a beautiful read. Um, this issue basically has uh, Daredevil and Elektra, and they're still continuing to grow their army to fight against the hand and to fight against Frank Castle, who was obviously literally like the, um, the leader of the hand, uh, feeding mm-hmm. souls to the beast in hell. The so it is going back to that basic, you know, Daredevil versus Punisher with a slight twist, yeah. you know, and it. it's interesting because this book points out quite a few dynamics as far as, reforming criminals involving destiny how to actually be a better person it's not even just daredevil Mm. you know like some of the some of the people in his army are like people he fought these are like villains but now they're actually helping him because he's treating them like individuals like he's treating them like you know you made a bad choice but now you have the opportunity to make a better choice to be a better person and that's uh-huh. basically the overall tone of this issue. But mm-hmm. you also know you're dealing with Frank Castle. And once a criminal, always a criminal. You get two in the head, that's the end of the, that's the, end of the story. <laughs> so he's on the opposite end of the spectrum. So by the end of this issue, you find that those two are literally on a collision course for each other. So I can't wait for the next issue. I'm excited for it. I want to see Daredevil put Frank down again because I don't care what anybody says. I'm always going to be team Daredevil when it comes to him and the Punisher. It's easy to shoot somebody. It's not so easy true. to take him down with your bare hands. So That's true. I got no disrespect for the Punisher. I don't want no Punisher fans coming at me. I'm just saying that I've always been a Daredevil fan. That's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Next up, I've got uh, one of the two books put out this week by John Ridley. All right. Unfortunately... All right. Uh, Mr. Ridley, uh, apparently for both these books, you know, one for Marvel, one for DC, it will be coming to an end. But for right now, we're going to enjoy these reads. And the first one will be Black Panther number 13. Nice. And this one is um, actually a pretty interesting read because it got to the point. This is, of course, for any spoilers, anybody who hasn't been reading it, you know, we find out like uh, I think it was the last issue or so that. His best friend, Jai, who we thought died way back in issue one, he's he's back and he's, you know, taking over the, he's basically taking over the infrastructure of the world 
just for T'Challa because T'Challa's whole mission when it came to putting sleeper agents out into the world, and it was pointed out in his book, and this is something I enjoyed, it was pointed out that he didn't do anything that most other nations wouldn't do to not just secure peace and prosperity for his country, but for everyone else. The problem right. comes where, who are you to make that decision? But once again, he's not the first and he's not the last to do it. So, you know, he basically gathered together a group of um, eight different agents, some from Wakanda, some intergalactically, a.k.a. the Buffalo uh, Soldier. And they're going after Jai. The problem is now the Avengers got in their way because they don't trust T'Challa because of his whole sleeper agent program. So this whole fight ensues. And yet again, speaking of versus battles, we've got Captain America versus Black Panther. And that's pretty interesting. That was a pretty solid thing. And of course, (laughs) it wouldn't be a Black Panther comic book if... uh, Somebody from Black Panther 2 didn't show up. And anybody who saw that movie already knows who I'm talking about. But if you don't, well, you'll find out when you uh, hit the stops tomorrow. All right? So, after that, I'm going to say our, uh, our... After that, I'm going to say we've got... Um, the other book by Mr. Ridley is I Am mm-hmm. Batman number 17... And this actually comes on the heels of Jace Fox finding out that even though Lucius Fox is his father, right. his mama, the woman he thought was his mama, ain't his mama. Because right now his real mother is being held captive by basically a terrorist who wants Lucius Fox to pay $10 billion. Mm. Yeah, I'm doing that old Dr. Evil voice. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, to get her back, knowing that he won't get, won't pay the money, which means if he doesn't pay the money, she dies. If he does pay the money, she'll probably still die. But his point was Damn. he wanted him to suffer. So all this is happening, and Jace is caught in the middle. So now he's reeling from having to deal with finding out that his family had a secret involving him that they kept from him all while you know, raising him, but right. then lying to him. And even his sister Tiffany knew. And it's like everybody Damn. knew but him. You know, and it's just it and it just becomes hurtful. I'm not gonna give away the whole issue, but I'm gonna tell you right now, if you if you've been enjoying Ridley's writing on this particular book, you're gonna really enjoy this issue. I believe there's only one issue left after this. Yes, it is, man. Heartbreaking, bro. Heartbreaking. Well, the other part is it's kind of funny because at the end of this issue, he decides to drop in a new character, too. So I'm not not, once again, not spoiling nothing because I ain't saying who it is. I kind of I kind of have an idea, but this this person is new in costume. So I'm like, what? But we don't see. Um, You're going to see when you pick it up. Uh, Last book is um, Miles Morales, number two, written by uh, Cody Ziegler. Anybody who has been reading Spider-Punk. Uh, you will know of Mr. Ziegler's work. That'll be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a pretty interesting issue because, you know, it's like anything else. They reset Miles to an extent. You know, he's back in his traditional red and black costume, which I love. Um, He's back to 
uh, reading his journal, I mean, well, writing in his journal, reflecting in his journal, and trying to get back to a normal life. All the while, mm-hmm. he's still, once again, a teenager, and the formula remains the same. You know, he's a teenage superhero trying to balance out his, his responsibilities and his life with his education, fighting crime, and just being a better overall hero. Now, Mr. Ziegler, when he started this, said that he is going to have Miles uh, partner up, maybe have a, a little bit of a mentorship Mentor, yeah. with, with, with um, Misty, Misty Knight. Knight. And this issue kicks it off. Nice. And it's it's a fun read. You know, it's very lighthearted, fast-paced. The art's amazing. We get yet another... Um, <laughs> We, we, we get another battle between um, Miles and a classic Peter Parker villain. You know, they got to right. throw at least one in there. Yep, and then, yep. of course, you know, anybody who has not been living under, I mean, nobody's, no, nobody should be surprised. But in the end of the last issue, uh, we had the introduction of a character uh, named Rabble. I, I don't know her exact motivation for what yeah. she's doing. But yeah, she 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 definitely shows up in full force in this book, and there's a fight nice. in there that that to me was well drawn. It was amazing. It was a fun read. The book overall was colorful uh-huh. and very animated. So it's really one of those books where I think out of all the books I picked up this week, like just from visual eye candies, you know. Yeah way that 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 was basically one of them you know um but overall those were the books i i I picked up um i also picked up a copy of spawn um what is it uh i'm sorry it was like a one part one of a two 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 issue series that that's Mm -hmm. out this week i haven't read it so i can't review it that's probably why i don't remember the title right now but it's uh (laughs) but but it's it's a spawn book so i'm gonna definitely check that out you know You never know. I may post something on it, but, you know, like anything else, guys, you know, you got to get out, support the shops. Um, I think I heard recently that another shop has fallen for bankruptcy. I think it's Frankie's Comics. Uh, uh, you know, the online this one? Yeah. Oh, wow. And, you know, and that's why we have to get out and support our shops, you know, yeah. start a pull list. You know, the thing is that it benefits you and it benefits them. They, they can get their orders up. You know, um, which keeps the print count going, which allows them to know that there's a demand for this content. And on top of that, a lot of these shops will give you 10, a 15 percent discount, you know. And plus, if you're missing, if you're looking for a hot book, you know, you have a relationship with that shop. There's a good chance you might be able to get yourself a copy of a hot book without having to pay those EBA prices. So I encourage everybody, you know, find yourself a good shop. You know, support that shop, build that relationship. I know I'm beating a, you know, I'm beating a dead horse. I always say this, but it's the truth. You know, without yeah. those shops, we don't have a hobby. We don't Absolutely. have a hobby. We ain't nothing to talk about. Absolutely. But that's brother. it. You know, hopefully these guys, the, this review helps you guys. And uh, let me know what you guys think. Well, listen, man, I appreciate your time, man. I'm going to let you go. You be safe. Right, and we'll be uh, chopping up with you next week, man. Okay. All righty.
Thanks again, JT, for those great reviews, man. A lot of good books out there, people. So go check them out. Uh, and before we get into the next topic, just to piggyback off of what JT was talking about when he was saying that John Ridley had two books out uh, for two different creators, man. Uh, I have mentioned this uh probably like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago when uh, the word was out that John Ridley was going to be doing a Marvel book, which was black Panther and a DC book, which is uh I am Batman. He is now writing a uh, GCPD blue wall as well for DC. Um, I thought that that was groundbreaking, man. I don't know a lot of African-American writers that write comic books that were putting out books for both DC and Marvel at the same time. Uh, I don't know if that's ever been done before. And if it has, maybe it was on like a one shot book or, you know, an annual or something like that, but it's never been done before. And I know a lot of fans, um, are upset with John Ridley when it comes to his Black Panther run. And I'll be honest with you, I, it was it was pretty good in the beginning, um, but it didn't seem to really uh, be going anywhere. So I did not keep it on my pull list, but I did pick up issues when I, when I would go out to the shop and I would hear people saying good things. Um, but I Am Batman has been an incredible run since the beginning, since he was writing uh, anything with Jace Fox from way before I Am Batman with like Future State Batman and things like that. Uh, he's been doing an incredible, incredible job building that story. So it is sad to see that story come to an end. But he wrote that story within three, pretty much three different volumes or three different storylines. So he's been building up the Jace Fox story uh, to this point. So, you know, shout out to John Ridley for just doing something that is incredible in my in my book, you know, just writing for two separate companies that are competing with each other and getting a paycheck for doing it, man. So great job to you. Um but before we get out of here, man, I just want to touch on this bit of news that I found extremely interesting. OK, the Arrowverse co-creator Greg Berlanti signs a major TV deal with Warner Brothers. So this article I saw on CBR.com. Uh, so this deal that he inked with Warner Brothers Discovery uh, is going to be going until 2027. Now, if you don't know who Greg Berlanti is, um, he is one of the co-creators and producers of like The Flash, Green Arrow, uh, Black Lightning, Supergirl, like all that stuff that was coming out on CW. Um, he was the, you know, one of the brains behind all of these shows. Uh and it seems like these shows have been having a rough go at it <laughs> for the past, like, I don't know, three, four years. Things have been kind of like slipping and and shows have been getting canceled. And, you know, just the quality of those shows on the CW just haven't been all that great. You know, we got a we had a Batgirl show where. It, you know, the character, the main character changed uh, to a, a young African-American woman. She was doing a, an OK job on the show, but it wasn't getting a lot of fanfare. Like they just tried everything that they could to build uh, the CW back up and it would fall down. They would try to build it back up. So it was very interesting to see that uh, Warner Brothers Discovery decided to give him 
another opportunity. They, you know, they created this contract to a uh, contract extension to go until 2027. Uh, and uh, David Zaslov had this to say about um, Greg Berlanti. And what he said was Greg is a huge talent and the impact of his, of his prolific and powerful storytelling on Warner Brothers and audiences and on our culture is just wow. The WBD CEO, David Zaslov, also said he began his career with us and we are incredibly fortunate that he will continue to build and grow our TV studio in the future. So this was insane to me, OK, <laughs> because David Zaslov has been shutting down shows on the CW for the past year now, you know, he's been canceling the shows left and right. The flash is coming to an end. Um, but you know, we'll see. I know Greg Berlanti has uh, a green lantern series. That's going to be coming to HBO max. There was rumors that that was going to be getting shut down, but James Gunn, you know, came out and said that that show will continue to move forward. So we'll see what he has, uh, going for him. But James Gunn is the CEO uh, co-CEO for DC. Uh, and they made a statement a couple months ago that everything was going to connect across the board from movies to TV shows, to animated to comics, to games, that everything is going to connect at some point. So my, you know, thought process is that yes, Greg Berlanti is going to be doing shows for, uh, probably, you know, maybe the CW and HBO max, but James Gunn is going to have a heavy influence on everything that's going on with it. Uh, it's not going to be the same CW stuff that we've been seeing for years. Uh, it's going to be different for sure. And uh, I guess I'm looking forward to it. I just thought it was interesting that, you know, you've cut all his shows pretty much on CW and he's an extreme talent now. So it's funny. But, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye out on that one and ear, our ears open to see what goes on and what other announcements. We still got to get the James Gunn and Peter Safran um you know, plans on their 10 year plan for, you know, the DC, we got to still get the announcement on what, what was going to be going on with that. Hopefully we get it this month, but we shall see. But uh, with that said, that will do it for today's episode of the one in 100 podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Thank you to JT for his reviews. Thank you for, to uh, Isaac for his previews earlier this week. Um, and make sure you guys tune in Saturday. Uh, me and Kay will be back at it again. We got more news to talk about. A lot of things. Uh, you know, we're definitely going to discuss that Ant Man uh, and the Wasp Quantum Mania trailer for sure. So make sure you guys tune in to that uh, on Saturday morning. Hit that subscribe button. We appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you guys are good to yourself and be good to others. And we will see you on Saturday, man. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 Podcast.